Science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. on those hands today sir sorry you put a camera on me i felt like i had to perform it's only really on your eyebrows if i'm honest yeah <laughs> you are just a laptop with eyebrows to me hi hello um so last lesson we did about we did about 11 minutes last episode yeah on on selective breeding good and how much you dislike dogs but how much dogs love you at what point during that did i say i dislike dogs it's a vibe i got from you I, I I dislike the selective breeding of dogs. That's good, but dogs love you. You just don't love dogs back. I I I I am perfectly. I love dogs. I just don't want them near me. Cut like, to twenty years when your dog is. A, uh, you've got a dog who's your best friend. I can see it happening. Well, that's that's fine, but not right now. Anyway, should we move on to the next topic? I've rescued Chirpia. so many dogs. You have rescued so many dogs. Dogs love you. It's because I keep rescuing them. They can sense yeah, it. They can. They can sense your calm nature. Mm. What are we doing? Genetic engineering. Ooh, Ooh, fun. Ooh, what's that? Genetic engineering. Yeah. Um, it is design of babies. Mm, could be. It is. Um, well, okay. G- genetic engineering and selective breeding are quite. There's like quite an overlappy Venn diagram of that, is there not? No. Oh, is genetic. Well. No. Oh, okay. Um, genetic engineering is making a genome to your specification. Very nice. So, students should be able to describe how genetic engineering is a process which involves modifying the genome of an organism by introducing a gene from another organism to give it a desired characteristic. Now, I assume this has to be done, like, in utero. Mm, yeah. You can't... Mm. Well, no, because you can do it to plants. Right. So you can you can alter a genome once it exists. Yeah. All right. So oh, like Spider Man. Weirdly, you say that. There's there's one. Oh, there was a really good one. What was it? Oh, Spider Milk. Spider Milk. Spider Milk. Spider Man. No, there was there was one <laughs> like where you had like goats that produced spider milk, silk milk, or something. What are you talking about? I have no idea. But there's another one where they got like cats to be glow in the dark, right? By getting a glow in the dark fish gene. Are and you Im- talking about real life? Or- yeah. Right. Google it. So they got they made some cats glow in the dark. Okay. Um, by implanting, so getting the gene that made fish glow, and implanting it into cats. Are you doing it now? Are you Googling glowing cats? Genetic How engineering? would I not be doing it no, now? You keep talking about what we're on about. So, it's getting a characteristic that you want. Such as the ability to glow in the dark. Yeah. And making cats do it by getting the gene so you can glow in the dark and popping it in a cat. All right. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. Is it cute? Frightening. You can get venomous cabbages too. Venom... <laughs> What's the goat spider thing? There's there's a whole like paper from the Smithsonian magazine. I don't care that much. All right. But it's true. Okay, so... Goat spider milk. It's a thing. Synthetic biology and the rise of spider goats. It's a thing. Okay. Okay, so anyway, (laughs) it's about getting a gene of a desired characteristic from the genome of an animal and sticking it in the genome of another animal or crop. So for example... For example, if you wanted to make spider's webs but want them to come out of goats... For some reason, 
Yeah. So plant crops have been genetically engineered to be resistant to diseases to produce bigger and better fruits. All right. You you said that in... Oh, okay. So you could do that through selective breeding. And it would it take might, ages. It would take ages, but you can do it just with science. Yeah. Okay. You right. isolate that bit of the genome, you pop out that gene, you pop it into another. I'm making it sound well simple. It's not. It's really difficult. Well, it's easy if you know how. Yeah. Um, so students... If you're doing higher tier... You should not genetically modify students. Oh, God, can you imagine? Oh, Gen V. Yeah. <laughs> um, you need to be able to... So if you're higher tier, you need to be able to know the steps of the example that everyone needs to know. So the one of the examples is the resistance to uh, disease in crops. The other one is that bacterial cells have been genetically engineered to produce insulin. Right. And so if you're higher tier, you need to know how that happens. Okay. So are you aware that people that had diabetes used to just die? Yeah. Because there was no... That's why it's called diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's not. Uh, Actually, it might be. I don't have no idea. (laughs) Um, So, and then they learned that it was the insulin that did it. Um, So they used to... Most people's insulin would come from like pigs, pancreases. Sure, or cow's yeah. pancreases yeah. but some people would be allergic to it it'd be against their religion it would not be the same quan- quality and quantity whereas um they started to genetically engineer bacteria to produce insulin which means that you get the same quantity the same quality etc now bacteria don't have nucleuses right mm. but what they do have is these rings of dna called plasmids yes now i could take out um, a cell from your pancreas yeah. and could cut the gene right. with some enzymes, snip, snip, yeah. that produces insulin, pop it into a plasmid yeah. enzyme, stick, stick, stick it into that plasmid ring. I could then pop my bacteria into some lovely, lovely warm nutrient, yeah. like some agar, pop it in at like 37 degrees, just let it reproduce asexually. Again and again. It now has a gene that makes insulin. So that bacteria is going to start seeping out insulin. We can then collect that insulin and we can use it as a medicine to treat diabetes type 1. That's a good idea. Clever. Someone should do that. So what's important... Someone did that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how most people get their insulin now. Cool. So um, for higher tier, so for foundation tier, you just need to know that bacteria can be used to produce insulin. So we change the genes. Higher tier... Enzymes are used to isolate the required gene. The gene is inserted into a vector. That's the plasmid. Sometimes they can do it in a virus as well, which is quite cool. The vector is inserted the gene into the required cells. The cells are transferred to animals, plants, organisms, or whatever for where they're used. Cool. Um, Students need to be able to explain potential benefits and risks. Okay. So. Well, the benefits are obviously the thing that you're looking for. Yeah, so we can essentially have genetically modified crops that are resistant to insect attacks or herbicides. Therefore, you increase the yield, the amount you get. People always struggle with what yield means. Higher yield, more crops. Yeah, The word yield means give. Yeah. Um, but there are concerns. What do you think their concerns are? Um, well, this is what I was trying to th- figure out just then, is like, what is the possible problem with this? Um, something to do with MRSA. <laughs> oh, bacteria! Do, do you know what I mean, no. like, um, well, okay. Of. So, for example, if you pr- if you produce a a crop which is resistant to um, wheat flies, yeah, yeah, then wheat flies are going to evolve to become like wheat tigers. 
<laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the effect, the we don't know the effect that using genetic modification on crops will have on populations of wild like flowers, insects. Mm. You unbalance the food chain. If you... Yeah, the, the amount of crops that are produced in the world annually if you're suddenly messing with them you're you're messing with the entire planet's ecosystem yeah so if we now don't have food if they're resistant to a certain type of insect that insect has lost that food if that was the main food source they the population decreases but what was eating that was it a bird yeah, yeah. was it a bee that is pollinating yeah. do you know what i mean so you we the, don't know the effect on food chains and food webs effect. quite literally um some people feel that eating genetic modified crops in uh, from humans hasn't been fully explored which it hasn't we haven't been doing it for very long sure tomatoes are quite often genetically modified well i mean to be honest with you we haven't been eating pineapples very long some people have no but do you know what i mean like <laughs> that's a nonsense argument yeah, it, it is we nonsense. haven't been eating anything for very long yeah um quite often this will be a data question as well they might have like production of gm foods or yields on a mm. graph and you've got to describe it um but yeah that's genetic engineering so just just to be clear selective breeding is we, where we take two organisms and over generations we modify them whereas genetic modification is where we cut one gene out of one organism pop it into another organism for that desired characteristic awesome um question yes so let's say i have diabetes, diabetes and yeah. i can't produce insulin yes why can't they take out the genetic code from your spleen, spleen, pancreas, pancreas, that produces insulin and pop it into my pancreas? Ah, now that is what the exploration currently occurring is, is the possibility of genetic modification to overcome genetic inherited disorders. So let's say you got diabetes and it was genetic. Quite often some people get it as a response to disease or something. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at can we modify the genetics of an already living organism. Yeah. So instead of taking it from me, fixing yours. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's it's difficult, but it's in current research. I, sp- I suppose there's a lot of uh, a lot of um, red tape to get through when it comes to really, genetically modifying really, living really humans. Really, really is. Yeah. yeah. It's really you're not really allowed to do it. Cool. All right. Is that it? Yep. Funzie. See you later. Slayers. Bye. bye.